1: experience taylor swift's record-breaking eras tour does
0: anyone here know the lyrics taylor
1: swift the eras tour taylor's version with four additional acoustic songs streaming tomorrow only on disney plus Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
0: This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day that dream actually came true. Let me take you Behind the Velvet Rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back Behind the Velvet Rope. Let's get right into it today because we are joined by the one and only Colin Macy O'Toole from Below Deck Med. How are you?
1: Good. What's up, David? Thanks for having me. appreciate it.
0: What are you doing today? And how is quarantine going? <laughs> what
1: am I doing today? Uh, yeah. More, more like, uh, what am I doing every day? I don't know. Just basically, you know, trying to work from home a little bit. Just waiting, uh, just waiting all this craziness out. Uh, you know, I'm out on Long Island, New York, so it's a little, uh, little hectic over here. Um, you know, but we're just hanging in and uh, things are slowly opening up, which is a good thing.
0: They are, because I'm in New York City. I stayed in New York City. I mean, everyone I know has been out in the Hamptons. I have yet to go out.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, some, with summer, with the weather being nice now, a lot of people, well, I mean, I'm a ferry captain to Fire Island, so a lot of the city people are now coming out to their beach houses, which I don't blame them, you know. Um, the ferries are a little packed, which is something you don't want to see, really, but I mean, if I was, you know, like, say you, like, would I be stuck in my New York City apartment or in, like, this luxury beach house, you know? I, I You can't blame the guys. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, everyone's trying, just trying to get out, and, uh, yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm not blaming anyone. I have a good friend um who invited me to her, like, I, I invited myself to her huge Hamptons house this past weekend. <laughs> she is just under that, like, I'm still too nervous to have guests that are not my husband. And I'm like, I get it. So, yeah. Fire Island, the ferry, like, people are going, and the ferry's crowded, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, people are going. Obviously, nothing's really open. Um, I think it's it's mostly just, um, you know, takeout, you know, um, to go, drinks and food and all that stuff. Um, but, like I said, would you rather be, uh, you know, at a location look- in 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 where it's probably a little worse than out here? So, um you know, especially with the weather being nicer now, they are people around the beach and, you know, hopefully being smart about it. But uh, yeah, that's that's where we're at right now.
0: Are you nervous to work on the ferry, like taking everyone back and forth?
1: Um, because I'm, so um, I've, yeah, I, I've actually, I've only, Um, I'm not working there currently. I, I popped down there once in a while because uh, I still have some friends that, that work down there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, hopefully I would go back, hopefully next year, Um, you know, just for a day here and there. I do miss running the boats, but uh, with with all the safety, you know, things that are going on now, it's, uh, you know, I I may have to skip this year.
0: Seriously. And you're, so we were just bonding before we started. We're both doing podcasts from home. I know I just saw you dropped a new, a new episode of Radio Check the other day or this week or last week. I didn't look at the actual date, but in the past week you did. So how's that going? How's your podcast
1: it's good. It's, uh, it's all new to me. I, I started mid-season of the regular below-deck season. Um, so I did, you know, Kate, um, you know, Riley, Ashton, and then I did all the sailing, uh, well, most of the sailing people. Um, and so, yeah, and then med starts next, next week. So I'll probably do a couple. Um, you know, it, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but I'm stuck in that below-deck mu- uh, bubble, you know, so I, I want to start branching out a little bit more
0: you do you want to branch out to like other bravo people yeah either other bravo people or
1: just other subjects you know like uh, like maybe just it's it gets redundant just because like i i did the blow deck thing so it's not like i'm really you know like their answers to me is old news essentially you know you were there um yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna try and branch out in a little
0: bit. Well, if you would ever like to have someone on to talk about Below Deck as the season progresses, you can call me. Yes, I I did good podcast. I I will be an expert on this upcoming season. Hey, I, I mean, love that. Love Sailing that. Vessel was a little aw- like I I couldn't get into it as much as the other franchises.
1: Yeah, um, it's it's first of all, it's a new series. Um, a new series on anything is gonna take a while to to gain some speed. Um, their rings were actually pretty decent. Um, right. not as high yeah not, not as high as blow deck and blow deck men but for a new season they did pretty good. they did pretty good and um, I believe there's gonna be a second season. I'm not 100 percent sure but I read that somewhere um, and just like just like regular blow deck you know when it started like seven eight years ago it wasn't really that great but now you know everyone knows captain lee everyone knows kate you know you got to get familiar with these people and it's one of the highest rated shows on bravo so um yeah just just give sailing a chance um if it gets renewed you know i believe it is and um yeah it'll definitely gain its popularity
0: i think that's what a lot of people don't realize you know because like look there's so much buzz around like the housewife and shaz's son the housewives and shaz's sunset like Shaws yeah. of Sunset, I can't talk today. It's like Below Deck, <laughs> the numbers on Below Deck are higher than most of the Housewives franchises. Not all, but mo- plenty. So, yeah, so I actually did
1: the research like a couple of weeks ago. Um Below Deck, Below Deck Med, and Real Housewives of Atlanta, they average about 1.7 million viewers a week, which is right. the highest that Bravo has. Right. Um, everything else is like one point two. 1.1, 1. 1, 1. 1.3 in that area, totally. um, which is still great. It, the numbers are, seriously, you can't complain about that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's great that we're getting a lot of, uh, you know, press and popularity through it. You know, plus it's fresh faces, you know, every season for the most part. And um, yeah, it's just a fun show to just kind of ex- escape a little bit.
0: Do you like the fact that the casts are kind of changed up, you know, other than the captains and maybe like the bosun and, you know, like the Chiefs, yeah. do, you, like, do you like that? You know what, I do, um, just because I think, I think below
1: deck, I don't wanna be biased, but I think it's one of the more authentic shows just because of the fresh faces. If I worked with you for eight years on the same boat with the same crew, I'm gonna know your tendencies. I'm gonna know, you know, you throw nine random people on a boat that I've never worked together in a work environment before. Yeah, people are gonna bicker, people are gonna fight, people are gonna hook up or whatever. So that's why, the, that's why the show does so well, because it's every season for the most part, it's fresh, it's new. And um, yeah, the, the viewers love it, it seems like.
0: That's true. I mean, it's new people to hook up with and new people to have drama with. I mean, that is yeah. a good point. Yeah. What was I going to say? Um, What is, because I mean, I'm I'm usually good about looking into the ratings too. What is higher rated though, between Below Deck and Ned? I, I can't remember. Below
1: deck, uh, but not, but not, uh, not by much. Below deck usually averages about 1.7 um, million views, and that's just that's just TV. That's not without uh, DVR, right. uh, Bravo app, whatever you know, TiVo, all that stuff. Um, we uh, our last season uh, with me, Joao, Anastasia, um, Ben, we had the highest rate, uh, the highest jump in any reality shows. Um, by the, uh, by audience, which is great. And so we're averaging about 1.6, um, like 1.65, something like that, a million views right under below decks. So we're right, right there. And, um, yeah, it, it's great for the franchise. I'm really happy about it.
0: That's pretty good. And I mean, I know you worked more on like the Fire Island Ferry per se, than like these luxury yachts, like prior to joining yeah. below deck. But, like, so, I mean, you're not, like, in the industry, like, traveling around, like, on all these boats all the time. But, like, what do you think is, like, the biggest misconception, like, in the industry about below deck?
1: Um, you know, a lot of people say it's fake. Um, you know, nothing, it's not scripted. What, what I will say, what I've gotten from Joao, because he's, like, you know, my yachting guru that I go for for information. Um, I guess compared to, like, real life yachting like a charter is usually about a week. So say, you know, a charter guest wants a jet ski I'd be like, all right, I'll go get you a jet ski. You know, it's not, you know, we have 48 hours. So, you know, it's not as rushed, you know, on the show it's a little rushed, you know, cause they have, we have nine charters in six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, in real life, if, in real life if you're going to boat out, it's usually on average about a week or so. So it's more relaxed. Um, you get to know the guests a little bit better and, and what they like and dislike. So besides that, I mean, it's 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 real life. And, um, you know, unless you do it yourself, you know, everyone's going to judge, you know, especially the, the hard maritime people. But uh, that's what you expect.
0: I think because I was talking to um, one of the captains recently. I, I hate to reveal because then like something, episodes come out and people are like, now we know all your guests. But I was talking to one of the captains recently, like in this format. And they were like, It's changed, I think, because the show has been on so much. I think now, like in the industry, it's respected, you know, like at first, like you said, like when something's new, I think now it's kind of respected as like this is a real show,
1: yeah. And you know what's great about it is that, um, because, yeah, exactly, because of the show, a lot of people that you know are bored and watch the show, they're like, oh, that's that's cool, they just made how much money in tips, and they just and what they live on a boat, like. People who are young like in their 20s even in their like their high teens right out of college they it's it's like a job uh you know application in a way you know like i i'm interested i never knew anything about this industry until the show came on and uh yeah the yachting industry is booming because of it and uh it's a great it's a great way to make some serious money
0: it's really a good idea what was like the highest tip you guys got during I, your two seasons, I can't even remember. Uh, we
1: had we had um, the the rap. Remember the rap uh, girl um, from last season? Uh, her family they gave us like twenty two hundred each, twenty three hundred wow. each, something like that. Yeah, they they spoiled us, and uh, yeah, they were very nice, very generous. And uh, and that was forty eight hours of work. So um, you know we worked our tails off, but at the end, it's it's definitely worth it.
0: That's a lot of money. Speaking of rap, how is your rap going? <laughs>
1: My raps are all right i don't I don't rap uh really as much anymore. Bravo asked me to do a couple of uh commercials for them for um you know some below deck stuff and below deck sailing commercials, which I did uh a couple months ago uh but you know for that maybe uh you know right now I'm not doing every week like I used to um you know, maybe I'll just do maybe a season review rap, you know, maybe when, when med is over, but uh, yeah, not, not so much anymore.
0: I won't ask you to wrap here today on the behind the velvet row podcast. Thanks.
1: I would like to, but I won't
0: <laughs> put you on the spot. Um, are Thank those you. rats, are those rats going to be like during this season? Like we're going to see them like during commercials or have we, already um, seen you know, them? I,
1: do you know what's fun? No, do you know what's fun? I all these people they message me they're like, "Good job on the commercial, all this stuff. I haven't seen it yet. Like, every time I'm on I'm, I'm watching Bravo all the time. I still haven't seen it. Uh, you know what it like is that, I'm, I mean, just,
0: they, I'm just horrible with commercials, so I mean they could I just always fast forward
1: maybe, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I try and catch it I, I haven't I never have yet, so uh...
0: I mean, now that I know that you're on the commercial rapping, I will slow down on a commercial and try to watch that
1: (laughs) well let me know i I still haven't seen it yet so (laughs) shoot me a video of it
0: (laughs) are you excited for this new this new season of med just from the uh yes
1: i am actually yeah i i know what happens on the season and it's uh it's gonna be uh really good so uh you know it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting definitely interesting uh so uh you know Better watch. It's going to be a good one.
0: Do you speak to anyone like regularly? Like that's on the new season. Like do you speak to like Hannah or Malia or Alex? Um, I never met. New- I
1: never met Malia. No, I don't know anyone on the show except for Hannah, obviously, um, and Sandy. Um, you know, Sandy's doing great. You know, if we text once in a while. Uh, we'll mess each other on Instagram once in a while. Um, she's doing well. She's out in Colorado still, I believe. Um, with her girlfriend Leah and um, yeah I mean I, I'm sure I'll meet Malia you know eventually I think uh, you know my you know my agents re- reached out to her I think but um, yeah I mean they, they seem like good people like I said they're all nice g- guys which which is one, one thing I, I dislike about the show um, is that when people judge someone on the show for doing a bad job they assume that that's the type of human that they are like it's a it's the thing that i don't say hate but it's a work environment so like just because say someone's too bossy doesn't mean that that's how they are you know on a night out you know like when people say you know you're a terrible stew or you're a terrible deckhand like that's a work environment that's separate than like if i was hanging out with my family you know (laughs) like you know i'm not that bossy with my family obviously so um, that's, you know, one thing that people judge too quickly, but I guess that's, uh, that's part of, uh, what we signed up for.
0: I think that makes sense. I mean, I'm much more bossy in a work setting and I'm very laid back in a non-work setting. So I totally get it. I mean, that's like a yeah. good point.
1: Yeah. I, it's frustrating. Like, you know, it's not like, um, you know, no disrespect, but like that housewives and stuff, like they, they just hang out with their friends, you know? I mean, they would be different if we all hung out with our friends you know, but we're in a work professional environment. So obviously, you know, bosses are going to have to act like bosses. And, you know, it, it, it turns, uh, turns some people off sometimes. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
0: And like, I think other work environment shows like you have camp getaway now, which is kind of like below deck on land. Um, yeah. But you know, like this, you know, I think the risk factor in below deck for what you're doing is high. I mean, you're at sea, like there's a lot that could go wrong.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you're on a multimillion dollar boat um, in the middle of the water, you know, for the most part. Um yeah it's not you break something uh, it's gonna cost a lot of money. it's not like um again like I'm, I'm just comparing like say Camp getaway where you're on land you can say something help, happened you can get help you know police or hosp- ambulance whatever it may be we are in the middle of the water, you're gonna have to do a lot of things to make sure things go right so uh, totally. yeah it's, 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 it's not it's night and day um, and it's it's uh it's a hard it's a hard industry it definitely is.
0: What was like the most shocking thing? Like after you got this, well, how did you get this job? On Um, I did you answer? I applied. Yeah, yeah,
1: I I applied um, on just the application. Um, They uh, usually handpick people, you know, through LinkedIn or other yachting websites, um, you know, because it has like their picture and like their resume already up there. So they kind of just Google search in a way. Um, I applied kind of as a joke. Uh, I didn't take it seriously at all. Uh, You know, like no one expects to get a call from a show that they want to be on. The next day, they gave me a call. Um, And at the time, I was actually supposed to be on Captain Lee's season um, with Bruno and Nico. That was a couple seasons ago. Uh, I was dating a girl at the time, and she didn't want me doing it. So unfortunately, I had to back out. But uh, a few months later, she broke up with me and I reached back out to the casting director. I'm like, hey, sorry, I'm still single. This is why I had to back out. And she's like, let's get this thing started again. And uh, they, they picked me back up and I wound up being on the meds season with uh, Sandy. So it worked out.
0: Did they ask you, because I forgot who, I was talking to someone recently too from the new season and they said like the casting people were all about you being single. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm trying to think like, have we ever had a deckhead or Stu who wasn't single? I mean, I guess maybe. Like almost like they really yeah. want you to be single. Um,
1: yeah, I mean Max. I, I believe Max Hagley um, from Med. He was. Um, I think he had a girlfriend, um, uh, Julia. Um, you know from Bobby's season oh, yeah, um, And Bobby yeah. liked Julia. Ju- Julia had a had a boyfriend. That That's whole true. You know, obviously being single probably works more in their favor because there's more hookups. But at the same time, I feel like even if you do have a significant other, you know, and someone finds you attractive, there's drama there too so uh, you know um you know either or I, I feel like it's uh just pick your battle
0: <laughs> that's true do you know tanner just you're both new york boys
1: yeah tanner stirbeck um and i actually we grew up in the same town on long island he actually graduated high school a couple of years after me um just by chance a small town in sable uh, Long Island. So uh, that was just total coincidence. And uh, yeah, so we we, uh, we talk once in a while, make sure uh, he's doing all right.
0: And he's yeah, I mean, I was just I forgot he was from the same town. I thought he was like a few towns yeah. over. Um, So with this new season, we see, you know, we don't know exactly what happens. But we see Captain Sandy say something like someone brought drugs on board. We don't know if it's like someone who works there. I mean, I guess like how serious offense is that I would imagine at sea, it's a pretty serious offense. I mean,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm trying to choose my words wisely here. Um, yes. I mean, as a guest, you know, you're just going to, for the most part, you're just going to get kicked off the boat, you know, just similar to like the sailing season when Glenn was looking through the guy's bag, you know, he's, he's not going to call police, but he's probably going to just call, he's going to kick him off his boat, be like, do whatever you want, but you have to get off my boat. Cause that's my license. Um, if it's a crew member, you're going to get fired. Um, you know, I wouldn't expect you to have a good, um, you know, reference now through, you know, through that captain, or, I mean, I'm sure you have friends that are other stews and deckhands or whatnot. Um, but you're off that boat. And, um, in this instance, if it's on camera, it's not going to look good. So, um, whoever it is, if it's a guest or, um, you know, or crew member, if it's what it seems like on the trailer, it's uh, it's not going to look good for them.
0: No, it's not. I mean, that's the other thing. If you get fired like on national TV and you work there, this is like your yeah. real job if you want to go get a job afterwards.
1: Yeah, and, and the rumor is that Below Deck ruins people's lives, you know, that want to be in the yachting world. That's not true at all. Um, you know, depends how you handle yourself. Like if you're a professional, like yeah, you can, you can be dramatic, but as long as you're a professional about it, it can help you in in a way. You can you know ask for more money on another boat. Um, but like I said, if you get caught with you know say drinking on the job or having you know illegal substances on you on the job, and you get fired for the world to see on camera, like I said, it's it's um, it's not going to look good. If I got if I got fired for that, you know on a regular boat, it probably wouldn't be that big a deal because only I know that me and the captain know that it's not televised right. for the world to see so right. it'll be interesting to see what happens uh this season
0: have you heard stories because i think i i talked to someone too i i've talked to a lot of people from below deck for this upcoming <laughs> season have you heard that too just like in doing what you do with your podcast where someone's like yeah after the show i tried to get a job and yeah like they don't want to touch me with a 10-foot pole just because i was on below deck
1: you know, I, I asked that question to a few people. Um, I asked that question to actually uh, Ashton because Ashton was having, a, um, you know, Ashton had a rough season last season, obviously, um, and I asked him that question, and he said um, it didn't, so far anyway, at the time, he said so far everything has been normal, so, um, you know, it depends who watches. There's a lot of maritime people that don't watch the show as well, so you know, if you find a boat, a captain that doesn't watch the show, then you're probably in the clear. So, um but for the most part, everyone's doing really well. Um, they're either going on to bigger bigger boats or branching out of the maritime industry and doing their own thing, fashion. Or um like I believe Anastasia started a uh, like a yoga cafe in Solanca. Like so
0: she did. Yeah.
1: So it's like it's whatever you want to do, you know. Um it's it's You know, not everyone is a Yachty, you know, everyone has, you know, it's, it's fun. It's a hobby, but as a career, it's not for everybody.
0: And now we have Kate Chastain who has her own serious radio show.
1: No, um, is Kate gonna, you know, keep serving people in clean toilets till she's like 50? I don't, you know, I don't see many, you know, how many Yachtys are in that age range, um, you know, that are doing that. They move on to bigger things or they move up, you know, as a captain or whatnot. Um so and that's what it is. It's a young people's game. You know, you live in a boat that, you know, you live in a sleep in a bed the size of a coffee table. Um, you know, up up, upward, onward and upward, whatever the saying is. You know, that that's how it is.
0: That's true. And speaking of last season, like, yes, I think Ashton had like a tough season. Like, what did you think of last season? Because I feel like more so than any other season, we saw these issues with you know, and like what do you think of the yachting industry in general? You know, like now like the whole Me Too movement, you know, like the yachting industry, I think in a way has a whiles to come, it seems, but you know, like those issues yeah. just seemed very prevalent last season. Yeah. You
1: know what? I, I, I'm, um, you know, I knew the maritime industry was very male dominant um, and which is, which is fine. I understand that. Um, but I think what most of the what happened last season was off the boat and with the alcohol and everything. And it just seemed like the guys were kind of ganging up on the girls. It wasn't like one of them broke away and was like, hey, maybe we should take a step back and think about what we're doing on our nights out, you know. Um, and that's what was kind of disappointing, you know, especially I think Brian, because Brian seemed like he had a lot of promise and then he kind of just fell you know, into that group, which was kind of disappointing. But um, like I said, yeah, it's it's hard for females to, um, you know, to, I guess to to, I guess hang out. I, I don't know what the word is uh, to to be in that position. Um, but it's it's also great when you hear stories like Malia, who who is now has now a bosun. Um, You know, you have all three lead uh, positions females this med season. Um, so it's great that again, with the, with the publicity of Below Deck, having hopefully more, more females in the industry, I think that would be very helpful.
0: Totally. And I mean, I love Malia dearly, so I'm not, this is not to take anything away from her. Like, do you think that was like deliberate casting, just like Bravo's almost like, let's rectify what happened last season? Because like that did become this whole battle of the sexes kind of thing. Like those issues kind of came to the forefront. You know, not to um, say that Malia does not deserve the job because she does. No, no,
1: no, no. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I totally understand. Um, the way I think filming was, I don't think they actually knew um, what happened in the regular Below Deck season. Um, I mean, they might have because they filmed Below Deck films in like January, February and med films in September, October. Um, so, you know, the way the filming lined up, maybe it's just a coincidence. Um. I think they just, you know, obviously she deserves a position hands down. But at oh, same time, like last year, we had the first female chef, you know, in, uh, you know, Mila, you know, who was awful. But you know, I think they like to see females coming up in the industry, and I think that's for the for the viewers. I think that's great.
0: Totally, I think it's great that it's you know Hannah and Captain Sandy and now. I mean, I think it's that's and now Maria. oh yeah, it's yeah, it's awesome absolutely. Absolutely. It's awesome. Uh, Speaking of Mila, um, I mean, were (laughs) you shocked? I mean, like, you know, like when you, like, see some of these things, like, were you just shocked at, like, Mila's comments and, like, all of that? Like, that was kind of shocking.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I guess the funny part was, because during the show, you don't really see every, you don't see everything while you're there. I mean, you know, so I, I think it was our first night out. We have the two vans, we're going to dinner. And me, Joao, and Hannah are like, yeah, Mila seems kind of nice, you know? But at the time, in the other van, she was like bashing, you know, gay people and being pro-Putin and all that stuff. Which it was, to me, when I was watching it, like I sound bad, but I was like laughing because the way they edited it, I was like, oh, she's kind of nice. Not knowing that she's like bashing all these people in the other van. And so at dinner, when we found out why everyone was so pissed off, you know? I was like, why is everyone so like depressed? Um, yeah, that's a little shocking, especially, um, I believe she, she saw, she, she knew about Below Deck. She knows what the show is about. Um, I don't, maybe she doesn't know who the key audience demographic is for Bravo. Um, but you know, just in general, if you are going to say something, like this, just suck it up instead of being like the center of attention. Cause uh, it's definitely not, not the best thing to be saying on TV.
0: Seriously. And then what about, you know, like we saw last season, this whole thing with Simone, where like a charter guest, like kind of overstepped. Like, is that a common thing, you know, both ways with like women to someone like you or like men to something like that? I mean, is that like a common thing where like these people come on and pay all this money and ju- you know, like everyone's drinking? Like, does yes. that happen as often as it seems in my head? Like having nothing well, to do with blow deck? No, well, I mean, I...
1: I mean, like, so I've only worked on the two boats on the show, right. so I, have asked this question to some of my guests before as well, and they say it happens uh, way too often. And you know, I'm a very, po- I'm a very positive person, so I just assume everyone's happy and you know. And um, I forgot who it was. Um, I'm trying to think, but she, she said she was like, yeah, it happens a lot, and they, they spend you know, tens of thousands, you know, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars on a vacation. They think they can just do whatever they want. And unfortunately for the most part, it goes against the females because that's, you know, they just think they can do whatever they want with them. And, uh, again, part of the maritime industry, I think is, you know, because it's a male dominant industry and you see one female or two females on a boat surrounded by old guys, they think they can get away with anything. And unfortunately that's not the case. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's sad. It's, it's sad that there are people like that uh, out there.
0: Before we continue this conversation, I just want to say that 2020 has certainly been a year. And at the beginning of quarantine, there was a lot getting in the way of my happiness and achieving my goals. And I turned to BetterHelp, which is online professional counseling. And it really helped me not only achieve happiness during this time, but really achieve my goals. Behind the Velvet Rope went from two times a week to four times a week. And I wrote a book, the Behind the Velvet Rope book. So for anyone that feels that things are getting in the way of their happiness and achieving their goals, I strongly recommend BetterHelp. You don't even have to leave your house. It is online professional counseling. And what I love about it is you can start communicating with them within 24 hours of signing up. Anyone that knows me knows that if you don't get back to me, that is a huge pet peeve of mine. These counselors, get back to you in a very timely manner, and you're really matched with a counselor that fits your needs. If you get a counselor that you don't like, you can just request another counselor. Everything, of course, is confidential. They deal with a variety of issues, depression, stress, anxiety, sleep, we're all having trouble sleeping during this, trauma, anger, family conflicts, self-esteem, grief, LGBTQIA issues. And I have to say, it is actually more affordable than traditional online counseling, and financial aid is available for anyone that cannot afford it. So they're growing so rapidly, and so many people are turning to BetterHelp for help that they're looking for additional counselors in all 50 states. Go to BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com, slash Velvet Rope. BetterHELP.com slash velvet rope, and you get 10% off your first month. Join over 1 million people today taking charge of their mental health. You're not alone. If you need help, this is a great solution. BetterHELP.com slash velvet rope, and get 10% off your first month. You just have, as we saw on the show, just a nice, happy, view of the world, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, My I mind know. goes to this dark place of like, yeah, I could see this happening. I mean, I don't even know if you know the answer. Like, what, like, what? is there any, again, if you don't know, you don't know. Like, is there any rules in that? Like, you know, say that this happens to Simone and Simone goes and complains, not even on below deck, just like in the real world. I mean, does a charter end? Like, I'm like the main guest. I spent $20,000 and now I'm hitting on someone one who, I mean, in my case, it would be a man, but right. it, who would, like, is, you know, and, like, I'm drunk, and they're, like, nodding to my advances. Yeah, like, yeah. Is, is there, like, do charters end because of that? Or I don't even know if you know the I'm, answer. Like
1: I, like I said, I, I don't know personally. I would imagine that the captain would have to end it. Um, Probably. If the, if, if, if the, you know, like, I, I believe Lee, uh, Captain Lee did it, I think, in a, a season or two ago. He had the stew... Take like a two three hour break. Have these guys sober up, and then after things calm down, she came back. I remember there was at least stepped in a couple of times, or maybe it was yeah. Kate who like switched her out, which is great. Uh, if it gets anything more extreme, I believe the captain has to do something about it. And you know, if that's the case, then I think you would have to end the charter short.
0: Do you prefer Chef Adam or Chef Dan? You know, they.
1: Um, if I were to, well, okay, that's two different things the 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 food wise i have to go with ben um, but it's very close adam's a, is amazing he's actually really good if i were to help out like what Captain stanley likes the uh, deck crew to do he likes she likes to have us help out in the galley during at, at during dinner service um i would help out adam 100% of the time just because ben is so locked in and like if you talk to him while he's working he'll like you know you know he bugs out just like most chefs are um adam just has more of that you know that surfer cali vibe you know that he has and he's more relaxed and um uh yeah i, I definitely work with both but uh for two different two different reasons
0: <laughs> but you would put pr- you would pick ben's food by a hair
1: yeah ben ben you know they both know what they're doing but uh yeah ben ben definitely knows uh, a way down way around a plate that's, that's for sure.
0: what about my girl anastasia was she really as bad in that kitchen as it's made out to be?
1: Anastasia was good. Um, you know, she's not, she's not a five-star chef. And I think she would agree with me when I say this. is like, you know, when someone pays tens of thousands of dollars, they don't want a, a cook or a chef. They want a five-star Michelin chef. Totally. And, and that's what it was. Anastasia was a filler. And I think she, she took on a little bit too much that, you know, she thought she could handle. And um, Anastasia's food was great. Um, but then when Ben came on and was making our crew food, I was like, yeah, this is, this is what it's supposed to do. Uh,
0: like that's what the food is supposed to taste like. Like
1: Anastasia, um, but yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Did you get used to the cameras right away? Like, did you find it harder to like actually do your job or did you find it harder to adjust to the cameras in your face? Having um, never really done both either before.
1: Yeah, no. The it was more the having a camera in my face does not bother me whatsoever. Um, you know that that doesn't that's fine. I've never wanted. You know, if there, I was never nervous. You know, I was just being myself. They, what you said before is doing the actual job is a little difficult. Um, you know, the boat is so narrow, walking around this place that when you know, you're trying to get around these, these big-ass cameras that these guys have slung over their shoulders that you're trying to, like, duck under them and try not – because if they turn around, you're going to get smacked in the face. So, um, yeah, that, that's something a little tricky, especially in the galley when you're in the small spaces. Um, it, it gets uh, it gets a little difficult, but you, you wind up managing your way around.
0: And have, who do you keep in touch with, like, from the whole below-deck regime? Like, who do you speak to the most? you know uh, the
1: most obviously joao Joao's my bestie um but you know it's funny uh, you, you talk to all these people that i haven't even met yet that are on below deck it's just such a click you know i guess in a way it's kind of like the uh, like the bachelor nation everyone kind of knows each other or like uh, the
0: housewives it's the same like once yeah. a housewife always a housewife
1: exactly everyone knows each other um especially in the yachting world. I'm not in the yachting world, but these guys, they are real yachties. And uh, they, totally. for the most part, they know everybody. So it's a small world. And um, like I said, say what you want about them on, the, on screen, but you go to a bar and hang out with them one-on-one. They're the nicest people ever. And um, yeah, you'll, you'll definitely really enjoy all of them.
0: Do you know Riley well?
1: Uh, I do know Riley well, yeah. She's, um, we hung out she's my girl also. City. I love Riley. Yeah, yeah, Riley's great. She's definitely a good time.
0: She's like traveling now in a van, I think across America. I think yep, she told yep. me.
1: Yep. Yeah. She's trying to, um, she actually wanted to do it earlier. I remember she was telling me she was looking into vans. I would say like a year ago, but it kept uh, falling out, but she finally found one. And uh, yeah, it looks like she's in the road.
0: I mean, hopefully like everyone, cause I guess like a lot of yachts now, like what? Like no, like everything's just docked just due to Corona. Like, yeah. Everything's um, really stopped.
1: Yeah, I talked to uh, Bobby. Um, He he told me he was supposed to work on a boat like right when the virus started and his whole charter got canceled. So he's been home since then. Um, And a lot of boats, like you said, for the most part are basically just just docked. And, um, you know, you don't want all these people walking around your boat and whatnot. So, yeah, everyone's just basically uh, on pause right now.
0: Now, speaking of Fire Island, from when you used to work on the ferry, did you ever see um, our daddy, Andy Cohn, who has a house out there? Amongst others, but particularly Andy Cohn, Do did you ever run into him on the ferry? I mean, there's only one ferry that goes back and forth.
1: Yeah, um, I have. Actually, um, I, I told, so uh, on the after show on Watch What Happens Live, last year I told the story, <coughs> excuse me, um, we we get these, you know, for the people that have houses over at the beach, um, they'll get UPS, Amazon packages sent to um, the ferry office. And then they'll call the office, you know, when they want their package and then we'll send it over on the ferry for like a small fee. So I got a package. It was like five, six, seven years ago. I got a package for A. Cohen. And as a joke, me and the, the ticket uh, girls were like, oh, that'd be funny with Andy Cohen. So I, I dock to uh, Far Islands and uh, standing right in front waiting for his package is Andy in his little bathing suit, you know, uh, just waiting for his package. I'm like, it's Andy's package. So I wave him down. He comes up to the boat and asks for his package. And I'm like, all right, that's that's $3. And he's like patting himself down. He doesn't have any money on him. So he turns around to some random guy. He's like, hey, man, can I borrow $3? And so he just basically he just gives him $3 to pay me. But it was funny because I'm like, this guy, he's, not, he's not a poor person. <laughs>
0: you know? No, he's not. But all,
1: yeah, but all he's wearing is like this little bathing suit. And uh, so it's funny. So I told this story on Watch Rapids Live. I was like, that's how we met, actually. And so I told the story on Watch Rapids Live. And afterwards, he gave me a bottle of Don Julio. And he said, sorry for being a pain in the ass. And I was like, no, it was just a funny story. But he, that's how nice he is. You know, he gave me a bottle of tequila. That's uh, so funny. You know. Yeah, really funny.
0: Do you see what about other people? Like any other celebrities that you've seen? Because I mean, a lot of people have a house there.
1: Yeah, um, I bring um, Wanda Sykes uh, is over there. I bring Michael Kors over a lot. Um, who else? I I think uh, Scar jo goes over a lot. Um, Interesting. And, uh, now, how actually with any? Um, yeah, it's, it's celebrities. They they. It's it's just like a nice nice you know getaway for like for the weekend then you go back to the city and it's uh, it's a nice little destination vacation
0: what happens to like a scar joe on the ferry i mean i'm sure she was wearing something she just people leave her alone
1: um you know what i think because a lot of people are they're they're so they know that they're there to get away totally they're it's mostly us the crew like we're the ones that you know we're bringing them over. Like we had Jimmy Fallon uh, and he took, he literally took a picture with every single person that asked for a picture. Wow. Um, you know, that's how nice he is. And they, they get that a lot. And, um, but I think the most of the residents over there, they know why they are over there is to get away. And they, for the most part, they give them, you know, all their space and uh, they're actually really respectful for it.
0: You never got into the Hamptons. I'm such a Hamptons girl. Um,
1: I went, I, I had a house in Montauk, um, the thing is it's just it's too busy for me it's too busy um you know especially driving out there it's like a one lane road you know for half the time and it just takes forever to get out there um you know to me it's not you know i can just take a 20 minute ferry ride down the street than to travel like you know on peak summer two even three hours to get out there so um people
0: don't realize they hear you're from new york and all of new york goes to the hamptons on the weekend and you're like no it's actually really far
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, especially in New York City, especially. Um, yeah, I mean, if you don't go at like, you know, leave your house at like 6 a.m., you know, you're you're going to be stuck in the car for most of the day.
0: Would you go back on below deck? I mean, you know, if you were asked.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I had a great time. Uh, the money was great. And, um, you know, I have good rapport with with Captain Sandy. And uh, anytime she needs help, you know, with anything, I told her, you know, let me know. I'll, I'll be around.
0: Did you ever did you watch Bravo or Below Deck like before you were on it or yeah I used, I
1: watched my I st- I, when I I got into um, Below Deck since it first started. Um Fan a pump when it first started. And, you know, when, whenever the million dollar listing, you know, marathons are on, I always got in, they suck you in all the time.
0: Million dollar listing is amazing. That real estate porn, you're just like, I could look at these apartments and houses and like, I, all of it. I can, like, I could watch this for Yeah,
1: serious. it's great. It's great. Yeah. I, I met uh, Josh Flagg at BravoCon. He's a really nice guy.
0: I was gonna ask you about BravoCon. So I was at BravoCon all three days. I know you were there, so like- Well, congrats,
1: because you're one of the, the few that got that were able to get a ticket.
0: <laughs> Listen, I, I did what I had to, being in this <laughs> business that I am. I don't even want to get into it, but it was not easy. And yeah. I almost didn't go, and I never, I'm just one of those people, like, I don't ask for things. Like, I just, let me figure it out. I, I don't like to ask for favors, ever. Um, and I literally was like on my hands and knees, like this just can't, like, I can't be <laughs> in New York city and this come and go. Like I have, this has right. to work out. So right. it all worked out. But a week before I still did not have a way of going, but that's a lot of anxiety. <laughs> it, it was not a fun, but it all worked out. So, I mean, I did the whole thing all three days. It was like crazy. It was amazing. Yeah. We covered it. Um, like, what did you think? Were you there all three days? I forgot. Like, I know you yeah, were a I was part there- of the panel.
1: Yep. Yep. I was there all three days. Um, the second day I was, I was basically just hanging out in the, um, the market. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Where like, all like the boots are yeah. the concessions, the concessions, uh, um, you know, studio and, um, yeah, just hung out and it was, you know, I, what I loved about it was, it was just, especially the concessions part where it's not, it wasn't a scheduled event, you know, people are just selling whatever. But it would be funny, like, Sandy came in, I was just checking up on her booth. She did. Um, You know, Dor- Dorinda was next to her, you know, doing her thing. And, you know, Andy walked in and was like, oh, how's everyone doing? Like, it was just very casual and people were just going crazy. And it was just so much fun um, to see people in, like, their natural element instead of, like, you know, asking, you know, TV questions in a way. You know, it was just cool just to see them just, just hanging out with other people. And uh, it was a very, very fun event. They did a really good job with it.
0: What happened when Andy walked into that concessions area? Did people go crazy?
1: Yeah, no, yeah, no. Like, it was, like, me, Kyle Cook from Summer House, uh-huh. Captain Sandy, Dorinda. No one knew who we were. You know, everyone just turned around. It was, like, following him. Um, yeah, you know, he's the god of Bravo. So, uh, but, no, it, it's uh, it's just crazy. The experience that they, they made for everybody. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, hopefully it was the same for you. It was. Um, they did a great job with it.
0: It was great. Were you, no, I mean, I had a great time. Were you shocked at, like, the fandom? Or did you kind of know? Cause some, I mean, I talked to a lot of Bravo celebrities, like some of them get it. And some of them were like, I've never yeah. seen something like this in my life. Like I couldn't believe like the fans were screaming as if it was, you know, like Michael Jackson or whoever, like, were you shocked? or you? Yeah. The that- fans were, uh, fans were crazy. Um, I knew the
1: fans were, were good. Um, what, what got me was, so we, we filmed Watch Rabbit's Live that first night.
0: Which was literally, one. I think, the highlight of the whole damn weekend. That was was great, amazing.
1: It was absolutely, it was unreal. And we, so behind stage or the side room, it's a big ass room with like a bar. And it's literally every Bravo show personality in this room. It's like a cocktail hour type deal, just waiting for us to go on stage. And Joao and I, we walk into the room. We're like, the last one's in the room. We we, We look at each other like, we do not belong here at all, you know? Um, uh, so, you know, we grab a drink and, um, you know, some of the housewives were coming up to me, some of the, the Vanderpump people were coming up to me. Um, you know, it's, it's just cool. Just like, you know, how, you, how's your parents doing? Like they're like, they're invested in the show and it's just, it's so funny. And it was just kind of like making friends just because you have that Bravo, you know, that common denominator. So, uh, very, very cool experience, um one of the best things i've ever done in my life that was very truly amazing
0: were you like like do you watch vanderpump rules now still or just like when it's on or are you like religious still hardcore
1: Um, not i'm not religious about it um i stopped watching about i would say two years ago um but no it was, it was funny you know i first actually um we my mom i brought my mom uh, obviously i kind of had to uh but we get out of the, our car Friday, you know, right in the city for our first event. I get in the elevator. I'm hanging out with, uh, I'm stuck with Austin and, uh, Austin and Kroll and Shep Rose. And uh, you know, they're hanging out. I wind up meeting Craig, Um, you know, all the Southern Charm people are so nice. We go out to a bar afterwards and it's just, um, you know, like I said, I think it's just because that common denominator, everyone just, they reach out to you they reach out to other people and, it's just fun. It's just like, it's just like, like I said, it's a club. It's a click. the way that, you know, I don't know if Andy has any part of it, but the way Andy and the people at Bravo made Bravo such a, like I said, like a click, like a club. Um, every show is you're now you're part of it, you know, and it, it's really an it's amazing true. experience and they, they did such a great job with it.
0: What was I going to say? Were you like, who were you most, like, did you mingle in that green room before Watch What Happens? Like, who were you most, like, um, like, I guess in awe of, like, I don't know, like Elisa Rida or Erica Jane. I don't even know if you know who all these are. Yeah, yeah, no, are. no, no, no,
1: I do. I do, I do, okay. yeah. Uh, I don't every, know, you know, I just. No, everybody was there. Uh, I think Teresa was there. I think I, t- I took a video of, like, of the room, you know, just doing, like, a 360, just trying to point out, like, all the bravo in the room um yeah they were they were so nice everyone was was so nice you know uh you know Luann you know we were talking for a little bit um you know Tinsley we we talked on Instagram for a little bit uh you know over the summer so we knew each other for a little bit but um yeah it's like I said it was such an eye-opener and everyone's so nice say what you want about them on TV um you know them being themselves with with nothing around them they're just some of the nicest people I've ever met
0: did you meet someone there where you were just like I guess well like a Tinsley like you know where we'd be like really you and Tinsley you know like just not even yeah. like in that way just like we wouldn't think that you would really bond with or whatever just because yeah, you're I, from like you two know, different worlds.
1: You know, like I said, Joao and I, we we knew we did not belong there at all. Uh, you know, I was just kind of just taking it in. Um, um oh, from from um Darby, uh, Darby from uh, Potomac. Uh, sh-
0: Ashley Darby, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. She came up to me. My mom was asking, like, how how, how everyone was doing. She was, like, I'm a big fan. I loved it when your parents visited. and really? um, Yeah, and, and just something like that, like, it just really means a lot that, like, all these other people, I just assume that they filmed their show, and they go on and they do their other thing. Like that's just my mentality. That's what they do, you know. Right. And they're like, they're like, I set my alarm. You know, I set my DVR for nine o'clock every every Monday, and I make sure. You know, I, I'm like, that's crazy. I just assume they do their thing and and whatever, and they're truly invested. And that, I think that that's what really hit home that like these are real people. They love watching, uh, you know, our shows and um, they love different personalities. It's it's really great.
0: So Ashley Darby came over and was like, I'm a fan of Below Deck. Yeah she, was, yeah, she was hanging out with me and my mom.
1: Really nervous. I was nervous. I did not belong there by any means. But um, yeah, they're, they're, all, they're all sweethearts.
0: That's so, so- interesting. Because like, you just, you know, just what shows people like. Like, you're right, you wouldn't expect an Ashley Darby from Potomac to be like, out of all the shows, to be like, I love Below Deck Mad.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I what she told, I think she just had a kid, I think at the time. Um, I think she had like a one or two month old, I think she told me. Yeah, um, so I think that's what, like that's what she connected, like what she told me. She was like, When your parents visited on that first season, she was like, I was bowling my eyes out because you know, she was good, I guess maybe I don't know if she was pregnant at the time or whatever, but she was like, I want to have a kid that loves me like you love your parents, and so like my mom, you know, she thinks she's like super cool now. So, you know, she's, like, you know, she's gushing, you know, because, like, we had that connection of just loving, you know, family. And, um, yeah, we, we talked for a little bit, and like she, I said, she's great.
0: Was your mother, like, is she a huge, like, Bravo fan? I mean. She she watches Blow Deck. Yeah, she watches Blow Deck uh,
1: even before I was on. She watches Million Dollar Listing. Um, I think she used to watch Rain the Pump as well. She tries to watch, you know, as much as she can. But, you know, obviously, I had to bring my mom because of the show. Everyone got a plus one. I actually had to bring my mom. And I think she took more selfies with people than I did. And I was like, Mom, you have to, like, you know, walking around like she's Beyonce. I'm like, all right, Mom, you have to calm down. Was she just
0: like, I I can't control myself. I need a (laughs) selfie. With I mean, that's how I would have been
1: yeah she took she all she wanted to meet was kate kate chastain that's all she, really? that she told me she told me in the car she's like i don't everyone could be there all i want to meet is kate chastain i was like fine you know we did a couple panels together kate and i and she because she they like twitter buddies they used to tweet each other and my mom you know my mom's head got big she's like oh my god like i was like how was your day today kate kate tweeted at me i'm like all right you know she's like so excited but uh, she got so her funny. wish and um, yeah they're, they're good friends, so it's funny.
0: How did you intensely start texting or DMing over the summer, like way back? Um
1: something with Watch Ramons Live, I believe. I think she was doing Watch Rhymons Live like the day after, which I watched and I just I just I messaged her like, Oh, good job, or you know, for a fellow New Yorker, good job or something like that. And she responded and um, yeah, she's like, you know, hope you you know, hope the show's going well. Just just small, just small talk, nothing you know, nothing crazy. Uh, But again, sweetheart, you know, she doesn't have, I was just, I wasn't expecting her to reply. I was just being, you know, nice about, and uh, yeah, she replied We had a nice conversation. And um, like I said, say what you want on TV, but these people are, they're genuine.
0: It's like a sorority. Were you, were you (laughs) interested, were you interested in Tinsley at that time? I mean, she was a single woman at some point.
1: No, she was. Um, I mean, I don't really take, you know, I don't know. Like again, like these these are Bravo celebrities, you know. I don't. Yeah, but you're a
0: Bravo celebrity too.
1: Yeah, I don't consider myself a Bravo celebrity. These people are like real big time people, you know. I'm just like the guy who's I'm, I'm, I fan girl a little bit. I still, you know. Um, but no, I, I don't think I would ever, uh, you know, DM a Bravo celebrity just to, uh, you know. I don't know. I don't have the guts to do that.
0: There's <laughs> like nobody currently on Bravo that you're like. This is my crush. You know, I'm really putting you on the spot here today. No, I'm, I know, I know. I? I mean, you're I mean, like God. That's, that's... I thought this would be such a nice, calm interview. <laughs> no, I mean,
1: no. Trust me, there, there are a lot of there are a lot of women on, on Bravo that, that are really you know I love to get to know. You know, 99 percent of them are married, so it's not like anything would you know would happen. Um, trust me, if that was ever the case, if they're ever listening, I would spoil the hell out of them. So uh, you know, if you're looking, uh, let me know. But uh no I mean yeah I mean I'll admit it. Tinsley was was one of those uh, women Tinsley was great um you, you know she I was always pretty yeah yeah absolutely I think Steph uh, Stephanie Holman, Holman um I think she's gorgeous um you know they're, like they're all they're all attra- like I don't think anyone is not attractive on Bravo so um but no just the personalities and everything um you know oh Gina she's a, another fellow Long Islander uh Gina from um oh say yeah yeah she's she's from long Island uh, Gina Kirschenheider I think, from Real her husband yes, I yes. yep 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 uh, com, you know we've com- commented on a couple of uh, our Instagram pictures and stuff, you know, just that long Island you know connection that's all it is, you know so um and it, it's just nice to them to to reply and um you know it really speaks to their character
0: okay, so Gina is blonde, she's blonde or at some. Time. Stephanie Holman is blonde, and Tinsley is <laughs> blonde. I think you have a type card
1: friends except for like one we're all blonde as well I, i'll admit yeah blondes are my thing that's that's definitely that's uh that's not a that's not a secret at all
0: so every girlfriend you've had has been blonde <laughs> for, yeah most for the
1: most part yeah
0: <laughs> and like tinsley stephanie hallman they they're kind of in the same you know they're all very nice though and gina's amazing too so all right
1: yeah yeah like i said they're they're all they're all nice people especially when you know them off the screen they're they're su- they're super sweet people and um you know, that just speaks
0: to how genuine they are. Okay. I, that's your type a blonde, a blonde. And you're obviously, <laughs> I mean, I know we're in quarantine, but you're single currently. Yes. Yes. So you're still looking for, you know, we saw that on the show, <laughs> but you're still, I mean, isn't being on Bravo has to help.
1: Um, you know, a lot of people have told me that it, it's, it's pro it's bad and good. Um, I guess you could say it's good because a lot of people reach out to me, uh, which is very flattering. You know, I know a lot of, you know, bravo celebrities or blow deck people anyway. They get DMs and it's not for the, it's not for the good, you know, the best reasons.
0: They just get um, like hate DMs.
1: That's all it is. Um, yeah. I've I gotten maybe like one and it was over like something stupid. Um, it's everything I get. It's all positive. People are very, you know, I'm very flattered by the amount of like I get a lot of moms who message me because they want me to marry their daughters. Um, You know, I'd rather have that than the alternative and be like, you suck or whatever. Um, So yes, I'm very flattered. But on the contrary, I've been on dates where the first question they ask is, can I get tickets to watch Ravens Live? So obviously they know who I am um, and they try and take advantage of it. And it's, it's, um, you know, a lot of people, I know some below deck people that take advantage of that. Um, I'm not one of those people. You know, I'm looking for something genuine. Um, I'm not looking for someone to just announce that they're dating me. You know, that's not how I roll.
0: Well, first of all, I don't know who these girls are, but they need to call me because that's you. You got to save that for like you know you don't mention that on the first date. Like, come on now. Yeah. Right? I'll yeah. have to have a dating podcast in my next life because that's. Well, like- I mean,
1: they 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 joke about it. You know, they say it sarcastically, but th- to me that's not funny because maybe that's just their way to break the ice. But to me, that's, that's such a turnoff. Um, yeah. Even, I, I've even had some, I've had, you know, I went on first date, um, you know, went, went well, I got a, you know, I was calling my, you know, the person I went on a date with the next day and her friend stole the phone. I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe you went on a date with my friend. You know, like, so obviously they didn't say like, Oh, what did you do last night? Oh, I went out with a guy. Right. I went out with Colin from below deck. So, and again, I, that bothers me as well. I just, just, you know, just, I'm a normal person. Just, just treat me that way.
0: You're going to have to meet a girl who just doesn't watch Bravo. They are out there. That's what I'm trying.
1: That's what I'm trying.
0: (laughs) They are out there. I mean, you know, it's mostly gay men and women that watch Bravo, but so the odds are not in your favor. No,
1: it's fine. That's fine.
0: But there really are. I, 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 yeah, there, there are women that don't watch Bravo. Um, what are you going to do? Oh, and I know that you did like, I know it was starting up. You were doing some like mini touring with like Captain Lee and Sandy, like some of those like speaking yeah. engagements. Yeah. How was that?
1: Um, yeah, it's great. Um, you know, I really got to know, uh, you know, Captain Lee, uh, better. I, I bumped him once in LA a couple of years ago, just in passing, uh, just said hello. Um, uh, but doing these events with Captain Lee, he's such a sweetheart. um, you know, I met I met him. Uh, you know, we're friends now. I, you know, I did an event with Kate. I did I think a couple things with her. Uh, she's a sweetheart as well. And um, yeah, doing these events together—they've been so so fun. And the amount of people that come out to do to see us do these events is incredible. Uh, you know, for the people I guess who are listening. You know, I host these Q and A's for you know. For mostly blow deck people obviously yeah um so yeah i mean you know long term you know i want to be a, a tv host and so yeah so they my agent our agent we have a shared agent They like, had this idea hey Colin, how about you can be the host you know being on the show you know what questions you can and cannot ask you know you have a, a regular you know a fan they're gonna ask like you know, behind the, like, questions that they can't answer. Right, we're not legally getting they, Right, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's it's been a great fit. Like I said, Kathleen Lee's a sweetheart. Um, Marianne's wife uh, comes on most of the the uh, tour as well, and she's a sweetheart as well. Talks behind the scenes, and it's just, uh, it's really cool to get to know him.
0: I mean, it's a good idea. Like, the housewives have been doing it forever. Like, Celebrity Housewives, where they'll take, like, three housewives from different franchises, and like this it's, whole load, I think it's a great idea.
1: It's a great idea. Um, I know uh, they've been working on a couple more people, which I can't say. And uh, unfortunately, uh, I believe our events—we had like four or five events uh, for the coming, you know, this year—which unfortunately all got canceled. I, think. I know. Um, so we're gonna have to wait till next year. But it's you know, it's they—they're do- doing a great job with these events. Um, like, so all the workers are so nice. Like, do you need anything? Like, I actually had to tell some of the workers, I was like, you have to stop asking me if I need anything. You know, that's how nice they are. I'm like, if I need something, I'll let you know. I'm easy, you know. Um, you know you're just me.
0: nice too. Most people would be like, let me tell you all the things that I need. Thank you for asking. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I've heard horror stories of people like, I just want blue M&Ms or, in my dressing room. Or like, I, I, to me that bothers me so much. You know, you're, you're these people are, are working for you. Treat them with respect. Uh, like if I want like, you know, a beer or something, yeah, I'll ask for a beer, but I'm going to be like, make sure it's at 63 degrees. And yeah, it's that's... It, like, that's just out of, that's, that's crazy. So, um but no, all these people, they, they work their butts off and um, they're more than accommodating. They're definitely more than accommodating.
0: You don't have to mention any names, but are there any, not even on these speaking engagements, but are there any of your below deck, just anyone from the below deck family where you feel like, oh my God, Fame has like this has gone to your head, and you don't have to mention any names, but just like they've gone from here to here, and now they believe their own hype.
1: Um, you know, I, they all, I have seen hints of it. Um, I have seen hints of it, and I, you know, they they come back down to earth a little bit. Um, That's I have seen it. I have seen it personally. Um, you know, they, you know, they, they, they don't get, they, to me, that doesn't bother me. People, I'm not going to act like an, a dick just because, uh, you know, I'm on a TV screen. Like, I, I just don't get people's mentality. You know, I don't, I don't see why, how people change personalities because of that. Um, I've, I've heard, also heard, I've heard nightmare, nightmare stories of, of some below deck people. You know, just going to bars and just not paying for anything, you know, like you don't take advantage of it. You, you be nice, be respectful to, to the people around you. And, uh, you know, to me, that's probably, you know, maybe it's just, uh, you know, that's just treat your fans well. Don't ignore, you know, whatever. You're a nobody or, you know, to me, that to me, that bothers me. Just just have fun. I mean, yeah, have fun with it. And, but just just don't be a dick.
0: That makes sense. And what are your plans as we wrap up? What are your plans after quarantine? Like when we hopefully will all be out soon and the world will be a safe place? Yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah.
1: Um, I, for the past you know, a couple of months now, I've been working on some uh, TV pitches. Um, I'm working on uh, with some a couple of production companies on some shows that hopefully will start, um, you know, hopefully one will start next year. Uh, hopefully some will start, you know, at the end of the year, depending on all this craziness, but, uh, yeah, I'm just, just working on some, some TV things and, um, we'll see, we'll see
0: what happens. That's awesome. Is there anything else you want to leave us with? Everyone needs to like, first of all, listen to your podcast. Where can we find your podcast?
1: Yeah. Um, you can listen to my podcast called radio check, uh, with column SEO tool on iTunes or SoundCloud. And, um, yeah, find me on Instagram, colin underscore maceo tool twitter colin maceo tool basically just type into my name and you'll find me because there's only one of me so go ahead
0: <laughs> you know it's a, it's a it's a yes there's not like a million people with that name walking around so you'll have to come back on as the season progresses we'll talk about this current season maybe yeah. i'll have you and anastasia on together even that
1: could yeah be awesome. anastasia yeah she's back in the states so it's uh, awesome it'll be good to see her again yeah
0: She's awesome. I really appreciate you taking your time. You're amazing. I know you're busy, even though you're home, you've got your own thing going (laughs) on and we will keep in touch. I really appreciate it.
1: Great, thanks David, appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope, because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, Go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon.
1: Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy.